Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. What's worth more, being the goat or being married to a supermodel? When you say a supermodel, exactly what supermodel? Who who are we talking about here, the right? The supermodel. The supermodel, so Naomi Campbell? Giselle Boonchin. Boonchin? Is it Boonchin or Bunchin? I think it's Giselle Boonchin. Boonchin? Um, it's not Giselle Brady? No, it's not Giselle Brady. Let she me got her last name. So let me tell you a story of a man named Brady who was uh, really good at playing some questionable football. Brady, Brady had a decision to make. Just- Either keep playing football or... To stay married. To one Giselle. Um, let's just put, I want to throw a couple of things out there. One, Brady is 45. He has been playing since 2000. Okay. Okay. So I'm kind of on team Giselle here. <laughs> right? Like. He has. How long? Like how much? With Giselle? Just two? I believe. And then he has his the boy? son from uh, his previous marriage. Two. Um, all right, don't, don't, don't stress it. Don't stress anyway, it. Anyway, he has a son from a previous marriage as well. Right. That's the one he mouth kissed on camera. Right. I While he was on the massage no, table. No, 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 no. The, the, the son is actually like older. Like he remembers like Brady's like first championship or not first, but like. I'm right. I'm right though. Right. Like Tom Brady's the one who like mouth kissed his son on the massage table in like that weird interview thing. No, I think they were in their kitchen, honestly. Were they in the kitchen? Yeah. I thought he was on the massage table. It's not like they were French kissing. It was a weird kiss, dude. It was like a seven minute, like, psych, it wasn't seven minutes, <laughs> but it was, it was questionable enough to make me go, hey, yo, are those kids okay? <laughs> Brady is not the biggest earner in his household. Just makes more money than him. Damn. And it's. Damn. Really not close. Really? That's surprising, actually. For being one of the most recognizable names in football, right? Probably one of the most reliable bets in fantasy. You know, like, it's really hard for football names to become so popular or faces to become so recognizable because <laughs> they literally wear a helmet, right? Mm-hmm. However, Brady's been around for so long. Like, I think even people who don't pay attention to football at all know at least the name Tom Brady. Right. That okay. I'm not I'm not arguing with you there, right? But what Giselle is saying is that it's time to give it the fuck up. You're 45. You keep doing this little back and forth will they won't they you're not Jay-Z, buddy. Like, dude, the bills are taken care of. <laughs> right. Like she's like, I can do this 
without you, Brett. If you were without you, Brett. Everybody can do it without you, Brett. But what I'm Just actually saying without Tom. Um, and you know, this is actually a funny thing is it was a little bit of like an ego trip for him going to Tampa Bay because he was just like, Patriots, you got to pay me what you owe me. And meanwhile, like he took smaller contracts because Giselle made so much money. <laughs> so what do you think he's going to do? Are you kidding me? I think Brady's going to try to get like 10 championships. I'm pretty sure he's on record as saying he wants to play until he's 50. And even when he's 50, if he's still playing the way Tom Brady is, I don't even know why he stopped. <laughs> CTE, maybe? Nobody hits Brady. They, look, let's be honest. It's been a unspoken, don't touch Brady rule for about a decade now. Really? How long do you think, how much longer do you think that's gonna take before old man Brady gets, you know, sacked one of these days? Uh, I would believe it would have been a lot sooner if he was still a Patriot. I would say the level of possibility is rising up and crashing through. This is Doc with the flood and you know what we are your favorite weekly pop culture digest here to talk about the news happening around us and how it shapes the culture that defines us with our pop perspective putting that said culture in context and making the mainstream make sense, sense. because if, if we, we don't sense, then we don't, we don't. holla and we definitely trying to make some dollars because the economy is faltering. Rent is rising. Yes, no, actually it is still rising up. Help us all, please. Well, I mean, if we're talking about a quarterback that doesn't please. need money, how about let's talk about a quarterback that is adding dollars to his next contract as we speak and that is right we are going to be talking about lamar jackson Ooh, of ravens name and over the last three games of the season he has thrown for 749 passing yards rushed for 243 what yards 10 passing touchdowns what and two fuck? rushing touchdowns numbers on the board he's averaging over 80 yards a game as a quarterback rushing play that push it t ballers i put numbers on the boards hard to get a handle on his double-edged sword listen listen with those kind of numbers this early on in the season right he's a free agent they tried the negotiated contract before the season and he was like all right season started uh -oh. i'm done uh -oh. and the best meme i saw about this considering it is from the wire uh-oh <laughs> it was lamar jackson and it's like uh lamar jackson to the ravens after every single game and it's marlo being like the price of the brick gone up <laughs> the price of the brick keeps rising anyway <laughs> anyway so anyway with those lamar kind jackson of numbers with those kind of numbers who by the way has already won an mvp already uh, let's look at the deshaun watson contract okay. that uh, we talked about already that is skewed for him. Well, uh, Watson has a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract. 
run those numbers back one more time. 230 million guaranteed over five, five years. years. Over five years, Fully right? Fully guaranteed dollars in the NFL don't happen. So 200, Let's go to, right, I, what is, so what is that a year? Uh, it's a little under $50 million a year. It's like $44 million a year. Shit. And uh, Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year deal. Right. That was a that was a pretty $150 million. Right. And that was like the biggest deal of its time at the time, right? Yeah. Has it been passed yet? Deshaun Watson per year, I think. Per year is a little bit more. higher. Yeah, well, I mean, Pat Mahomes is still going to be making $45 million a year. <sighs> Fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. No. He has a Super Bowl MVP and one season MVP. Lamar Jackson already has his one season MVP. If he Good wins Lord. another and then he wins a Super Bowl, he's going to be looking. You know that gif of Puffy staring at the one dude? And the dude's just like blank face. Puffy's like dead. Then it goes back to the other dude and he's smiling. <laughs> and then Puffy's still dead. Right, right. Whew, heavy. That's what he's going to be like. He's going to be like. It straight up is like the price of the brick going up. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, that's what I said. When you run in them kind of numbers this early on in the season, I mean, if he stays with the Ravens, it's, it's likely that there'll be a problem. For years to come. Yep. I'm a Ravens fan. I don't, like, keep up with it, like, every single week. I guess you can call me Fairweather. I do know what our record is. I do know Lamar's going off. You're a casual watcher of the sports, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> like, I don't tune in for football, but, like, I'll watch football. You're not a, yeah, you're not a, I know what's going on. You're I, not an invested viewer, right? But, like, you know, occasionally, like, you, you have a team. You like to tune in every now and again. So, not only that, but, like, once you realize how all games are interconnected with spacing and angles, like, I can still understand what's going on on the field and where people fuck up and things like that. So how do you feel? Once again, all games are really related to time and angles uh, because... Wow, wow. Okay, hold on. Hold on, Rayman. Before you really get into that, I was going to say in the cultural aspect of things, how do you feel about casual viewing of sports? Do you feel like we should normalize casual sports viewership? I think we should normalize casual sports viewership but I feel like the casual sports fan should be aware that they are a casual sports fan and when they talk to somebody that clearly knows more, not try to act like they know more. Mm, so don't cap and act like you're invested when you're just like, I have a team and I check the stats on that team every like, now and then. If I'm day. talking to Michael Wilbon or Ryan Rosillo, or JJ Reddick. Yeah, I know like, who all those exactly people how are. It's going to go. Mm. Or Stephen A. Smith. Right. Or Draymond Green. There right. you go. And I'm like, this is what I'm seeing. This is how it's going. Okay. Draymond Green's going to be like, shut up. No, you don't understand. He missed this rotation. He right. blew this defensive right. assignment. And I'm like, oh. How about instead I'm a casual fan, I would be like, hey, Draymond or Stephen A. or Mike Wilbon, tell me about this because I think it's cool. Got you. Got you. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and this applies even for a dude at, like, the bar who's able to, like, spit facts and, like, call plays and shit like that. Right. Like, you could talk to that guy and be like, oh, that's cool. What'd you see like that? Oh, that was really sweet. And, like, But don't Monday morning quarterback it. Yup. Yup. 
Do we have any more sports news on the agenda? Are you kidding me? Sports is dominating what's been going on on Twitter lately. And a lot of it doesn't even have to do with sports, but it does have to do with game. And let's talk about Ime Udoka. Ooh. Ime Udoka has been suspended by the Celtics for at least, so potentially as of this recording, one year for having a inappropriate, albeit consensual relationship with a Celtics employee. That employee has not been named, which is a good thing because that's kind of smut shaming. This also, why was it put out the public begin with? Because it was a Because it's salacious, re- baby. Like, you know how that shit sounds. Like if they just Come said, on, come if on. If they just said he was suspended for breaking a Celtics rule and just leave it at that, instead of saying he broke it because of having a consensual relationship, you know, if they just said breaking a a rule, that would leave it just super vague. And this is just a consensual relationship, right? Like, this is not an affair, right? Like... That we know of. That we know of. Um, We don't know his relationship with Nia Long. So... He's in a relationship... with me along so maybe van lathan had a great tweet about it and he was like nia long has a 100 percent approval rating in the black community and ime udoka is about to learn that <laughs> so would you say that this is the celtics kind of positioning themselves in a way to say that they are not going to support that kind of activity within their organization. I think that they understand that cheating on Nia Long is a criminal. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there were so many great takes on Twitter about this. And like, one of the biggest was just like, we need to be there for Nia Long. Also, why would you cheat on Nia Long? And then a whole bunch of people were like, uh, Nia Long ain't even all that fine no more. To which wow. wave of Twitter. Wow. What an egregious statement. Who in their right mind would ever say something so flagrant? A bunch so of people flagrant. got ratioed. Yeah, the fuck? Of course. Of course. How the fuck could you not? Please. Like... Nia Long is still gorgeous, and like when she moves into the next stage of her had life, never, she's going to be Angela Bassett. Had never stopping, like fucking Kelly Rowland, right? It's just yes. like <laughs> it's just like the older these women get, the finer they continue to get, right? And I, I just gracious is God is all I'm going to say. Good the fuck, Lord. Ime, you fumbled the bag. Also, come on, dude. All right, so like this is the thing. A year-long suspension, we all know, is, like, that sounds ridiculous, right? Especially for something... Okay, I mean, like... Also, we always joke about him cheating on Nia Long. We don't know their actual interrelationships. Maybe Nia's got a thing with J. Cole on the side. Wow, wow. You're going to turn this into... uh, Are we going to talk about August Alcina getting punched in his mouth by... (laughs) Wasn't the oh my god, fuck timeout. August Alcina, who did, was it? The baby that punched this nigga in the mouth. There we go. August Alcina getting punched in the mouth by Tory Lanes. Oh, oh, that makes it even better. 
<laughs> right? Oh, God bless Tory Lanez. It's not that level of egregious, is it? Right? No, it's like... not. It's just, it's, uh, it's very on brand for Tory Lanez. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like, I don't know. How do you feel about company policies on dating within the organization? I mean, it happens in literally every single job that you have ever. So, right. So why do we still have like, all right, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Every single job, like new job that I've worked, I've thought in like the first week, I'm like, I wonder what cute girls work here. No, but I feel like that's the discussion, right? Like, that's really the discussion behind this. Is it like, why are, why are we still doing this, right? Like, why do we still have these policies? You know, you know, your co your employees are fucking, you know, they're fucking. See, here's the thing. I think it might've been so harsh because it might've been someone's wife or girlfriend or fiance higher up. You think? It might be. Cause a year long suspension for that is pretty fucking, even if we're There's like- It must've been some violation that the cop, like- That's what I'm saying. So even if it is violating company policy, even if it is violating company policy. But it must've been something egregious. Cause the Celtics are not gonna do this to their coach that got them to the fucking finals. And if it was that egregious, then, then there it almost seems. Fired him. That's why I said it almost seems like they're trying to like make an example out of him, right? And be like, yo, this is not acceptable. But with your like little tinfoil hat like aspect on top of it, right? Like maybe maybe it was somebody's girlfriend, and it turns out like, hey, like you can't pull them kind of stunts without facing repercussions. Maybe it was like somebody's wife, girlfriend, or fiance who then was like, look at this thing in Emay's contract, to which the lawyers of the Celtics were like, but that's common language. And he was like, yeah, but it's in there. So without, uh, like, let's drop that aspect of it, right? Like, how do you feel about companies and organizations who put those kinds of clauses in your employment contract? I think they're just, fooling themselves like don't tell that to restaurant workers <clears throat> or casino workers so but i mean like you say that but do you think it's something that they're going to continue to like what would, would, would you if you were so i guess if you were an employer say, would you include the, that kind of a clause i would say because it does create a kind of like workplace drama that is kind of imperative I to would say, the job at hand at a certain executive level detrimental probably. to the job at, at a certain executive level probably you would yeah i mean like i don't see there a problem with a bartender at a casino dating you know somebody in marketing but if the vice president of marketing was dating a bartender it's a little different right the power dynamic, right? I yeah. mean, that's a bit... Okay, so you're saying when it comes to power dynamic, it's a little bit sketchy, but... If it was a lot more direct, like a bartender and then the head of beverage. But in general, you don't see a problem with workplace romance, right? 
No, I mean, especially if they don't work directly together. Like, if the bar... But what if they do? Like, what if those two bartenders met each other on a shift that they share? So they started, like, chatting and then, like, hooking up. And now they're, like, beefing. And... But they Managed still work this... different slots on the schedule. Mm. You see, like, at a certain administrative executive level, it could probably be an issue, but something like, you know, having two servers on different shifts is not hard. Okay, but in all fairness, though, I feel like you've worked jobs where that's happened and they get moved to two different shifts and it still creates, like, drama because now they're talking about each other and trying to form, like, little factions against each other and that kind of shit to the point where, like, you know, eventually, if if we're lucky, one of the two gets fired. If not, they take, like, a whole bunch of people with them. I have seen that, but it was an extreme. I mean, typically, in the other scenarios, other two just, they kind of just stop caring about each other because they're not interacting with the one another. Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess that's more However, realistic. Like I said, if, but... you know, like, the manager was dating one of the bartenders, that bartender might get less, you know, shifts, right? Or let go entirely, yeah. right? Which then creates a lawsuit so for I the company. So level, yeah, it probably makes sense. And it might even just, it might even be higher than just like a bar manager and a bartender. It might be someone who's at like the top of food and beverage department. Right. So you can agree that having like policies against workplace romances makes sense from a logistic perspective. Also, I'm going to say um, I'm willing to bet at the administrative level for this like romance clause and every, everything the people who put themselves in those positions are probably desirable enough to the point where they're in long-term relationships or married. Mm. Mm. And that, you know, that puts a whole different like aspect on it, right? Um, but in this case, though, you are suggesting that a one-year suspension is harsh for what we currently understand the uh, allegations for to this be. specific act. Yes. For who it was probably with, based on this suspension? Right. He pissed someone really high up off. Hey, listen, listen. Um, and then we- But he's so good at his job, they didn't just fire him. No, he got a one-year suspension. I mean, at least he wasn't forced to go play baseball. Um. <laughs> Well, if we're talking about forcing and coercing, how about we talk about Brett Favre? <sighs> so we had the Ime Udoka scandal going on. Meanwhile, Brett Favre is stealing $5 million from welfare people in Mississippi so his daughter can have a new volleyball stadium. Uh, <laughs> is that really, I guess, Ultimately, when you boil it down, like... And he worked with politicians to do this. Yeah, no, it was, uh, like, the state... The former director of Mississippi's Department of Human Services, right? Uh, John Davis pled guilty on Thursday and um, state felony charges and conspiracy to misspend welfare money, right? So somebody associated with the scandal has already pled guilty to felony charges. 
Now, I just want to put it. All right, so $5 million sounds like a really nice, luxurious thing, right? Well, the basketball uh, arena that was built at UMBC definitely cost more than $5 million. So, I mean, like, congrats. Congrats, Brent. You bought them a high school gym. So the civil Whoa. lawsuit, according to the AP, the civil lawsuit that the state filed against Favre and the other people associated with the scam is for over $20 million misspent in the welfare money that was intended to help the people. That's a lot more than a high school gym. Yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> Um, the attorneys for a nonprofit organization are being sued. Um, Mississippi Community Education Center sent a subpoena to Bryant in late July seeking communications between the former governor and anybody and any other persons about the volleyball arena. Right. So it all was supposedly spent on this volleyball arena. Man, listen. Listen, <laughs> Favre is already being like, you know, kicked off of a lot of the sponsorships and He's stuff that he- He's being quiet quitted <laughs> by his sponsors. Um, You want to know how they're doing it? All of their ads with Brett Favre, they're untagging him. Yep. Isn't Don't the ads, just untagging Brett Favre. Right, because they're like, yo, we already spent this money. Like, goddamn, when you talk about company policy, right? All right, let's like, just think about who Brett Favre is for a second. He was always seen as one of the good old boys from the South, which means we... He's, he did Wrangler and Jeep commercials. Right, it was like, uh, he had that instant credibility, right? Like, that came with being one of those good old boys. Um, but are we shocked he doesn't give a fuck about people off welfare now that he's a millionaire from playing football? <laughs> Come on, no. son. Right, and, uh, and the people on welfare overwhelmingly in those places, right, are people from backgrounds like Brett Favre came from, right? It's not even people who are on the uh, the clear opposite side of the aisle that Brett Favre would be speaking yeah. against. He, he, Brett Favre and his uh, cohorts are fucking over people from their own communities. He's being King Richard in Robin Hood. <laughs> Overwhelmingly so. Right. Um, and I think it's kind of funny that this story isn't being talked about more when we're looking at, as juxtaposed to the last story that which we talked exactly about. The big narrative, which is another cross narrative going on on Twitter. Like I said, one of the best tweets I saw about the Ime Udoka situation uh, was, wow, with all of this coverage of the Ime Udoka situation, you would have thought he would have embezzled $5 million from welfare people. <sighs> These fucking chairs, right? <laughs> no, um... I retweeted yeah. it and I was like, um, I would like to report a murder. <laughs> hey, listen, dog, uh, do you want to elaborate a little bit on what that tweet was referencing? So they're talking about how Ime Udoka's uh, scandal, quote-unquote, of having a consensual relationship with an employee is worth talking about more than a Hall of Fame quarterback taking $5 million from poor people. So his daughter has a nice place to play volleyball. There you go, to tie it all back in. Not 5 million, like closer to 20, um, according to the- 5 million is just the 
widely reported number. According to the civil lawsuit, it's closer to 20. <laughs> so, um... By the way, to put that in further context, Lamar Jackson will be making more, more than <laughs> double that, probably. <laughs> So, Brett, if you need, you know, a loan... If you really needed a loan, just hit up Lamar. Lamar? Somebody who's actually good at football. It's like... It's like Alright, well, hold uh, on. I know, I know that I was a dig. That, that was an unnecessary dig. I'm sorry, I just couldn't, I couldn't Brett help it. Brett is a great quarterback, and his, his... I still feel so bad for his... The end of his run as a Viking, because it really did come down to one play, and... Oof. Ooh, well, this, uh, Brett was a terrible fucking play and um if we're gonna talk about terrible fucking decisions involving money how about we talk about twitch let's talk about twitch uh there's a lot of news going on with twitch one of which happens to be their ban on gambling something specific types of gambling something that apparently is one of the more popular or one of the more popular genres streamed on twitch right and viewed on twitch like slot gambling is like within like the number two like spot or like somewhere within the 10 spot and as somebody who worked at a casino slots have become the least appealing way of gambling uh but apparently it's one of the most appealing things on twitch streaming at the moment yeah which because they're pretty to look at I found super wild. So Twitch has, amongst some of the scandals that have recently popped up in the trending section, uh, some of the Twitch streamers got together and announced that they would be forming a boycott of Twitch if the they did not move, the company did not move to create some kind of policy to uh, mediate the gambling problem that was going on. So, just recently, Twitch announced a policy update that would be prohibiting streaming of sites that include slots, roulettes, or dice games that aren't licensed in the U.S. or other markets with robust consumer protections, right? And these moves will be going into effect October 18th and mainly target a lot of, like, crypto gambling websites and um, live streaming platforms that aren't heavily regulated in an effort to appease and curb some of the harmful gambling streams that are going on. However, your daily fantasy by FanDuel or DraftKings. Yes, fantasy football will still be allowed. Uh, poker tournaments will still be allowed as far as streaming goes. Yeah, you know, they're just kind of like this it is sounds like they're getting rid of the gambling where it is truly rampant. So I feel like this is Twitch kind of trying to protect their asses a little bit, right? Like they don't want to overcorrect and ban all gambling and then, you know, end up in this space where the definition of gambling is being like defined because of what Twitch did. So there's two things that I'm thinking about. One, you have the person who's doing the gambling stream who's probably getting poured so much money into their stream from uh... gambling sites. But they also might only show their wins. 
Right. And if they only show their wins, the audience is going to be like, oh, I can do that. Right. Or if they show their losses as well, you then get the crushing image of just sponsoring somebody's life being ruined before your eyes. And at that point, you're just watching a financial snuff film. Right. And it's, you know, you get into that weird gray space that the internet is always kind of dabbled in. And as far as like regulation of content goes, but you know this is definitely twitch putting their foot down in an effort to kind of like stamp on some of the scandals that have popped up just recently recently um some news has gone viral involving uh a involving a twitch streamer named it's slicker some prominent streamers including hassan and pokimane are calling out it's slicker for sleeker slicker i don't know what the fuck is like this is the first time i'm like hearing of this dude right for scamming his followers out of upwards of like tens of thousands of dollars to fuel his gambling addiction right under the guise of being in financial like difficulties and strengths right um using things using claims as as simple as uh his bank account has been frozen all the way up to dramatic claims like he needs to fly his mom out of the country or he's stuck at the airport and needs to get a flight out as it turns out it's actually just as like you know fund his gambling addiction yep so, he doesn't look like somebody who would have a gambling addiction. He gambling addicts typically either look completely homeless or they try to put on a front of wealth. So he came out um, and responded to the allegations recently by saying that you know his gambling addiction was spurred on by games like CS:GO, right, and trading skins and things of that nature ties it all back into How do you trade skins normally you have to straight up trade accounts to get certain skins or you have to have like a skin code so there, a couple of years ago there was like this whole like scandal with like csgo and the way that you acquire certain like skins for guns and things like that um through their purchasing plan and it was like that random like loot box kind of thing yep. it's one of the it was one of the precursors to the whole like loot crate scandal it's slicker was one of the guys who got wrapped up in that and the 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 gambling aspect that has been created with these in-game purchases and the loot crates and things of that nature as far as like gaming is concerned right Mm -hmm. but to take it to a level where one of the victims of his addiction was somebody who donated their like chemotherapy money to him for his financial emergency and it's just like i don't know i kind of find it wild to blame it on fucking csgo right like i'm gonna call it how i feel like this dude is just a shit human being right like Mm -hmm. this isn't something you can blame on your gambling addiction right um (laughs) i feel like that's an easy out and you don't get to take that out when you've borrowed upwards of $25,000 from people almost feels like what we talked about with ezra miller last week 
Anyone yeah, no. slights Ezra Miller, they're a transphobic Nazi. Right, you don't get to blame being a shit person on a mental illness, right? Like, if we accept addiction as a disease, we can assume that this person has a disease based on the actions that he has done right like you know but going as far as to lie to people and borrowing thousands of thousands of dollars right to, like it's it's to a fuel an addiction like 20 bucks we're talking thousands of dollars like i said upwards of ten thousand to twenty five thousand dollars from fellow streamers right and from like seven thousand dollars i think is what he borrowed from that dude who uh, donated his chemotherapy money. I mean, I can say the most I've ever asked to borrow from a friend, and I felt guilty for this, was $100. This kind of shit, even though it comes with the disease of addiction, you still cannot hide from the accountability. And he says, and he says in the interview where he re finally, you know, responded to the allegations that he, has not scammed anybody and he intends to pay everybody back the money that he donated or that they donated to him but like it's a lot of money this guy gotta pay back and i get that you know um based off of the streams that he was doing that he's a fairly popular streamer like i said he was able to get hassan to donate money to him he was able to get pokimane to donate money for him so this is not like you know a small time streamer we're talking about right but yeah. it, but these are not small time loans that he got either mm -hmm. um and he happens to be the reason why this anti-gambling movement has been pushed on twitch now as far as these two stories are concerned there is something else to consider Twitch has been pushing their content creators to run more ads in all of their streams. Right. And with gambling being such a popular item when it comes to streaming, do you feel like this is a smart move for them? I think slots are dumb. I think they're going to exist, but keep them in casinos because slots are dumb. Why are slots dumb? because you're almost always bound to lose money and there are arcade games for people who suck at arcade games. Also, I'm like, why are you watching people play slots, right? Like, okay, so candid moment here. When like video game streaming first became a thing, I'm gonna admit I'm somebody who didn't quite, yeah, I didn't, I didn't quite understand the appeal of it, right? Like watching somebody else play video games oh, like I, I mean i totally do because um i would watch my brother play games. i mean i i got it after a while right like i understood that like yes there is a certain skill set that comes to being able to do things like speed run or like hack video games and then there is a certain appeal to a streamer right and their personality as they're playing the game i i i got it eventually right and now i do have streamers that I do enjoy watching and dedicatedly watch, right? But watching party somebody play slots, my nigga, like, no, can you, okay, like watching somebody, like, can you imagine streaming somebody like shooting craps in a back alley, right? Like, 
Like the Chappelle show like sketch? The World Series yes. Of Dice? Yes. Like, come on, come on, son. I would watch it if it was produced like the World Series of Dice, where it's being commentated by Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr. I actually feel like that's probably more acceptable than what ever the fuck this dude was doing, right? Or like anybody else who is doing any of the like things that were banned. Like an online dice game sounds really boring to watch. However, people throw some cardboard against the fucking corner in an alley? Can where shit might go down? I'm all about it. Online roulette? Right? Like, that's like people who play those uh, scratch-off apps. Scratch-off apps? Yes. They have scratch-off apps. That's dumb. I'm not going to name who it is that I've seen play them, but I know people who have played them. Like, one of the most satisfying parts of a scratch-off is actually scratching with a quarter. Yeah, and you can do that digitally now, right? And there is... Not with a quarter, with your finger. Well, yeah, no, not with a quarter. You don't get the, like, grading feeling. You don't even... A lot of the times, you don't even get to grade with your, like, finger, right? It's not even like a scratch the mouse over the app kind of thing. You just click on the square, and then the animation pops up. So it's like... so lame. It's like sitting in front of a slot machine, right? The, The whole appeal of sitting in front of a slot machine is playing is, video games for people who are bad at video games. No, it's pulling the lever and watching everything spin. It's like Wheel of Fortune, right? Or who, um, I was about to say whose line is it anyway? No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop! <laughs> or Price is Right, right? Like everybody watches, Price is Right is entertaining, but everybody watches for the big wheel spin, right? And of course, the showcase showdown. But that's, that's besides the point used to be for Bob Barker but yeah no I mean ultimately I do feel like at the end of it uh, this is a smart move for Twitch uh, especially considering the controversy around gaming and gambling and the kind of like overlap that they are having at the moment like sports gambling at this point is more acceptable culturally than it ever had been before I remember watching SportsCenter and they had to like under the table allude to it. Yeah, and but now you have in-game purchases and loot Sports crates. Sports betting is legal in Maryland. It's just not legal on an app. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and with, you know, mobile gaming and streaming and things like that, you have this problem with on uh, in-game purchases and loot crates and the gambling aspect that those can provide right so now we're kind of like having to regulate that in the gaming industry a little bit as uh sports betting becomes more acceptable right all i know is bet the over on lamar jackson touchdowns (laughs) and with that being said we'll be right back at you guys with more flood and more pop culture for your peepers break time or deuces look it's a flood it's, a flood. it's flooding get away. get away quick we need to get to higher ground open the floodgates